0: Hey everyone, welcome back. Welcome back. You know what? Welcome back to 25% Podcast. Yes, I'd rather have 25% of something than 100% of nothing. Yes, I forgot. I brought my cell phone in here with me and it's bleeping and blinging. So that's happened. But you know, me, as I tell you guys, is unedited. Um, we'll give you the truth, give it to you high TI is. Um, it's about business. So we're going to try some new things, we're going to mix into it. Um, I have a special guest today, um, and the kicks part is she used to work for me when I first started my business. Ah, and guess what? I did not know she was coming. I found out today. So that is a great thing because guess what? That means she's striving in her business, and she's getting out there. My team reached out and asked her to come on the show. Yes, but I just want, I love like talking about business with you guys and helping you all you know, navigate through if you wanna be a business owner, if you wanna not. Click like, click share, um, follow, comment, leave something. Come at me and let me know if I look good. I look great, okay? Like tony the flag. You're great. Yes. So I without further ado, I'm gonna let Miss Peepy. I know her personally, um, was a great um assistant for me. She was my assistant. And I was shocked. And when I walked in here, she said, Hey, old boss. So I smiled. I was like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> excited. Um, so it's going to be fun. Short, sweet, but we're going to get to the part and get down to it. So without further ado and long and holding on, talk about it.
1: All right. Hi, everybody. Um, my name is Talia. I am the owner of PVN Associate Support Services. We do offer accounting, business consulting, and software implementation and training services. Um, we also do legal formation for small businesses and help with a lot of startup companies um, throughout the U.S. now. And, yes, I did learn a lot from this man right here.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, uh, that is good to hear you're doing accounting and stuff. So, what's going on, Hike? What, what helped you get there? Was it working for me Help you get there? Was it you, like, had a desire on your own? It's like, uh, I don't want to work for no one else after leaving. What, 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 what got you there?
1: So, I did actually have a desire of owning my own. And but I needed the experience, you know, more experience, more training. So that's where you came in and provide it, you know, that knowledge. But I actually left Atlanta. I left uh, for family reasons um, two years after. Okay. And um, uh,
0: excuse me, can you tell Martel that we're recording while he's doing all that loud laughing? <laughs> yes, that's on tape, y'all.
1: I was going
0: to ask you that. Why is he... Yeah. So, (laughs) So let's continue while he's doing all that. Y'all laughing in the back. (laughs) Now, what happened?
1: So, um, I left and I went back to South Georgia. And there, I was working in a hospital. So, they trained us how to do um, medical billing. So, I worked in a financial department for Medicaid and Medicare. And then, only there for a couple of months. It was uh, was through a staffing agency anyway. Most of the jobs down there um, are. And so you know, she can't say, hey, this project has ended. So it was just going from one temp spot to the next temp spot to the next and just pretty much got tired of it, you know, because it wasn't beneficial financially, you know, for the family because, you know, as you know, I had three little ones, you know, at that time and they were still small. So and that was one of my reasons why moving back is so I can have more help, you know, with the kids, uh, with their paternal side versus me being up here and just struggling doing it all on my own. So, but the thing is, is just living in that area, the jobs were scarce. So, especially like in the County field, it, it was like really scarce. So, one of the CPAs. Um, I reached out to, he actually had an office here in Atlanta. And then he saw the address. He said, hey, I'm from Albany, too. And I was like, okay. And then I remembered his last name clicked in. So I said, oh, okay. Um, I'm very familiar with your office. And he said, well, I saw that you do medical billing now. And he said, it's funny because my fiancé has a medical billing company um, in Valdosta, Georgia, and she was looking for uh, some billing help. So, started doing that, still a little bit of accounting, but then it became more and more of billing. So, in 2011, I mean, it slowed down. There was no work, you know, whatsoever. No calls from the staffing agencies, just calling around and asking, hey, anything available? Say, no, I'm sorry. So, that pretty much launched the business. It was outsourcing uh, contract services with his fiancé company, and then I added on doing, like, virtual executive assistant work. And so it was one client who, still with him today, he's a construction company down there, I would go on site every Friday, you know, and work with him. So... That pretty much launched that. Yeah, it was PV and Associates Business Services back then because I was offering multiple services. Uh-huh. You know, I was doing bookkeeping, virtual executive assistant, and medical billing, mm-hmm. and um, that was going. You know, pretty. You know, pretty pretty well. It, it really was. Of of course, you had those that doubted, but you know, it was like, what else can I do because. There's no jobs down here whatsoever.
0: Well, that's a good story to go through. Um, So how many clients do you have now?
1: Ooh. Um, With all the services? Just total. Well over 50.
0: That's a great thing. That's amazing. And how do you like it? Is it stressful?
1: It could be at sometimes. Um, I just told myself there are a particular niche of clients when it comes to the accounting portion that I'm going to take on, and then there are some that I'm just going to refer you out because with the level of work that we do in accounting, I don't have time to, you know, be girl and say, hey, where's my refund, all all that there. So, no. Um Because most of the work ends up being like large projects and they're like a cleanup. You know, you you have small businesses that never had an accountant before. And what they do is they may get like an assistant or a family member to come in and try to help out. And then the books just be a complete mess. So do a lot of cleanup, a lot of back work. And say hey, and and usually it happen because some owners get to a point where they're like hey, you know, I want to get a working capital, or I want to buy a home, and you know, need tax returns, and we can't file them because there's no books done. Mm-hmm. So you'll have to go back a year or two and work on, you know, those or um, three of the three of the new clients. It's like. We just need help with our systems, and we don't have any processes in place whatsoever. We don't see our numbers. We don't know what we're doing, and so we need more guidance on that level. So being more so doing that, that's actually what I enjoy doing the most.
0: Okay. So the question is, my next question to you is is that – Having those clients and getting those and getting a bookkeeping clients, do you want to stay in this or you see yourself selling the mm. business?
1: I do have an extra strategy, but that's probably like in 15 years from now.
0: So you want to hang in there for a while?
1: Mm-hmm. I actually want to continue moving up uh, or gradually kind of moving away from bookkeeping. Um, what I've been doing now is small business training. So we started with startup, doing a lot of speaking events. Um, women empowerment for um, women that want to be entrepreneurs. Um, helping with a lot of startup companies, you know, doing a lot of consulting work on that end. Um, also, created small business training courses and a training manual to help small businesses. So, more so of that, and then just stepping in your company and helping you build out the systems, um, do the software training with your teams, and then I exit. Mm -hmm. That's it. I actually started doing that um, two years ago and then COVID hit. So I was actually traveling. I was on two clients was in North Carolina, Duke Energy and AIG. Um, They use Microsoft Dynamics. So Dynamics 365. So I was training their companies on those platforms, on how to use them, how to build out the dashboard and customize them according to each role and department. And then the last one was in Alexandria, um, Virginia, and then COVID hit, so that stopped.
0: That's good. So, tell me um, a quote that you live by.
1: Faith without work is dead.
0: Mm. And what's behind that? Tell elaborate a little bit more.
1: You know, I'm still a I'm a country girl at heart. So, uh, I mean, it's something that came from my grandparents. They worked very hard and. I used to call home to him every time and just be like, just tell them what's going on. And just keep telling her, like, it's getting hard and hard, Mama. And so, you know, she would say, yeah, it's tough. You know, it's tough out there, but just keep going, you know, keep going while they are small. And then my granddad would be like, just pray about it. That was always he, after he have his advice and his input, then he would just end with saying, hey, just pray about it.
0: Mm. So, what do you think about Twitter being sold to Elon Musk?
1: You know, I thought I seen something about that, but I hit that swipe real quick.
0: <laughs> you hit the swipe? <laughs> yeah. So I think I think it's going to be I like Twitter. I think it's going to be a change and it's not going to have that same feel um that it normally has. Hopefully he doesn't. I mean, he says he wants it for freedom of speech and stuff, but business-wise. And with business owners, I think, um, I hope it doesn't change. I think it'll still be, you know, because business owners get it because the benefit of everybody wanting to be there. But if everybody leave the platform, that's going to affect, you know, businesses that market to those consumers.
1: You know, actually, uh, Twitter for me, not really beneficial, um, honestly. When I every time I'm on there, it's, it's someone leaving some type of comment, and you know, sitting there looking like, uh, okay, like they tweet something. It's like a random thought that comes in their head, and they tweet something. I'm like, well, I don't think I friended you, so maybe it's just that I don't know how Twitter kind of works. So for me, it has been mostly using Instagram or um, LinkedIn, you know, to connect and reach out to people. Most, most of them has, yeah, reached out to me, but it's like I say, it's, it's more so in regards to small business um, tips or speaking engagement stuff like that, and I feel like with those platforms, you can put more content, um, business owners can share more content, so I follow a, a lot of business owners, Hint, Hint, Donna, that uh, put a lot of tips up there so I can read when I lay down so I don't know for for me those platforms is more easy to navigate than Twitter Twitter to me just seems like a platform where whatever's on somebody's mind they tweet it
0: yes so (laughs) question I want you to do this I want to play this little game okay you got to tell me two truths about you in business and one lie and I got to guess what's the truth and what's the lie what are the (sighs) truths and what's the lie two
1: truths and one lie Okay. Mm.
0: So tell the truth first, or tell a lie, but tell one at a time.
1: Okay. I'm an LLC. I have a partner. Oh, you said two truths and a lie.
0: Yeah, like just one at a time.
1: Okay. Um, I have a partner. I have multiple locations and. Um, Truth. Okay. I'm an LLC. I have multiple locations, and my business mm, offers several services. Mm.
0: Well, you just told me that your business offers several services when you started the call, so that's (laughs) what you told me is the truth. Okay, so now we you gotta tell another one truth, one lie, whichever one you want to do next. Okay, something else in business about you.
1: I have a um, partner.
0: Mm, that's a lie. No, that's the truth because you told me you partner with other people affiliate to provide services.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Girl, you tricked me.
1: <laughs> no. So I guess
0: the next one gonna be the truth then. Yes. What's the truth about you? What the truth about you? So Next the point.
1: truth is there are um, multiple locations, and I'm opening up another one, hopefully, in Alabama soon.
0: Congratulations. Go, you're getting to the money.
1: Man, don't try. You <laughs> no choice.
0: How can people reach you?
1: Um, You can contact me at info at P-V, P-E-A-V-Y, the word associates.com. Um, the website is P-V and associates.com.
0: Yes. So what are some strengths about being in your business?
1: Um, the strengths about the business is I think the clients love the fact that we give more of a personable feeling. And it's just due to being passionate about being a small business owner. Mm-hmm. And I say, you know, I'm from South Georgia and I've seen many businesses come and go like, they are open their first month, and the next six months they are shut down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So to me, it's like a passion to help small businesses just stay open, you know, stay going. So the fact that um, all of my clients develop some type of relationship, I would say would be a strong point.
0: That's good. Mm-hmm. So guys, we have a short episode this week. This PV came out. I got to shoot two today. So, we got to do them short. So, I got to shoot two today. But well, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. Hopefully, it's helped. Hopefully, Miss Peavy has motivated you guys. Click, like, click, share, and follow. Deuce.